friends, it's Kara, producer for the More Than Small Talk podcast. Believe it or not, we have been doing this for four years now. Because of you, we've reached over a million downloads. We just wanted to pause and look back at our very first episode as a way to celebrate together and say thank you for being our fourth chair friend. That's what I want this podcast to be. I want it to be a sacred space where people can say, you know what, this is something that I want different in my life and not feel like that we're going to come back and say, you know, something pithy to them or something like, you know, oh, well, here's a five-step program because sometimes there's not five-step programs. There's a, there's a walk through it with Jesus and friends and godly counseling program. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your living room together. This week, we're talking about how to make changes in our lives. And I imagine everyone listening might like to talk about that with us, too. But before we get into it, I just wanted to share a little bit more about who we are. I'm Holly Gerth, author and encourager. I'm Susie Eller. I am an author and I don't know about encourager. (laughs) You are. I am someone who just loves life. And I'm Jennifer Watson. I am in full-time ministry, and I'm also an author and a mom. Yes, we are mamas and grandmas and all kinds of things. And we are real-life friends. We are actually sitting in the same room recording this. Yes. So we do life together, and we often find ourselves sitting in a living room or around a table. And there's usually an extra seat because there's three of us, you know, and a lot of places have four seats. So we wanted to give you the fourth seat. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing today. If you're listening in, you are in that fourth seat. And we're so happy that you're here. You know, we've been doing this for like two years, Holly and Jennifer. Isn't it crazy? Like, I remember moving to Northwest Arkansas and... Just reaching out to you, Holly, um, out of the blue. I wasn't a stalker, I promise, but I just wanted to get to know you. And that was a friendship that started. And you introduced me to Jennifer because you guys were already friends. And so that transitioned into a live broadcast that we've done the last two years. And now we get to do a podcast. I'm giddy. Yes. And we love Keller C, our partner, because we have all connected with them in the past. So Yes, we are really just inviting you into our lives, into our friendships, into our family, and we look forward to getting to know you better, too. So, Suze, you want to kick us off with a question? And and I'm going to call this a confession question, because you (laughs) know what? If we're expecting others to be real and to be honest, I think that it starts with us being vulnerable. Yeah. And so with each podcast, we're going to ask that confession question. I love that. I love that name of it. But you know, when we look at a new start, uh, what's one way that we might want to live our life differently in the next 12 months? And I want to clarify this really quick. This is not a New Year's resolution question. I hate New Year's (laughs) resolution questions. This is a question that we can ask at any time. um, And it's an important question. So Holly and Jennifer, confession time. What is one thing that you hope will be different in the next 12 months? I am hoping that I will say yes without fear and say no without a need to 
fill in all the blanks and make myself (laughs) feel less guilty about saying no. Does that make sense? I'm one of those people who I want to say yes to everything. But in this season, I'm realizing that no is going to be my best friend. So I want to say yes to the things that God has for me without fear and just no to the things without backtracking or, you know, making it super long and lengthy, but just let my no be no. That's really I think we all struggle with that. At least I do. I'm sitting over here nodding my head. Yes, I totally get that. (laughs) It's like, amen, sister. You know, I think for the next 12 months, I want less drama. And um, I want less drama in my own life. But I also, and, and maybe this is something that I'm just throwing out there that seems way too big. I want less drama in our world. I want to be tuned in less to the drama that's going on in our world so I can see the good in it. Yeah. Yes. If there's drama, it should be on Netflix. I think about that because, you know, personally, there was some drama that came into our lives that we didn't see coming. We didn't ask for and that God clearly um, either had an assignment for me. But honestly, my biggest assignment was not to be involved in the drama to trust him, to step back. And then when I look at the drama in the world, oh, girls, I was tuned in to a fault. And um, for the next 12 months ahead, I think that there's a real call to me to not be oversaturated and overinformed, to be intelligent, but to, um, man, take my eyes off of that where I'm not just filling myself with the drama that's going on in the world all the time. Yeah. That sounds kind of similar to what Jennifer said, like Mm -hmm. that strategic yes and no, whether it's opportunities or what you're taking (laughs) in, you know? So that seems like a theme so far. What about you, Holly? Well, for me, and I'll just give a disclaimer that we are going to be real on this podcast. We are going to talk about hard things. So, you know, if uh, that's not for you, you should probably listen to something (laughs) else. (laughs) So mine is that I've struggled with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. off and on for most of my life. I'm in a season right now where it is in remission. Mm. And I'm so excited about that. It's been a very long process of working with my doctor and in counselors mm-hmm. and trying different things with my health and processing a lot with friends like yeah. Susie and Jennifer. So I don't say that flippantly or if anyone's no. listening who has that, believe me, I know that is like coming out on the other side of a battlefield yeah. and I have the scars to prove it still, but I would really love to see that stay in remission for the next 12 months. I've never gone that long without a relapse. So if someone is listening and struggles with that too, I hope I will be sharing a lot that you can say me too, or I can try that because I, for me, it has been a combination of spiritual solutions, but also really practical things. And that's our heart for you on this podcast too, that every time you listen, you can walk away with at least one thing you can apply today. Yeah. But you know what, Holly, what I love about this is that even on our, our conversation on the way here today, we were able to talk about those things that are really real. And I think that we need sacred space to do that. And that's what I want this podcast to be. I want it to be a sacred space where people can say, you know what, this is something that I want different in my life and not feel like that we're going to come back and say, you know, something pithy them or yeah, something no. like, you know, oh, well, here's a five-step program because sometimes there's not five-step programs. There's a 
there's a walk through it with Jesus and friends and godly counseling program. And um, I love that we can be honest. Say no way to the cliche. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, What I love is that we're kind of going first on this because we're coming to you and it's very vulnerable to kind of throw out these confession questions, but I want you to know that we're doing that in a very real way with the three of us. And so we're inviting that fourth person in to say, here's our, our thing. Here's our confession. Here's our junk. And this is, you know, we're okay with that, but what do we do to get out of that? So, um, so I wanted to just kind of throw out there, what's one thing that will help you achieve your goal this year? Yeah. Well, for me, um, just something really practical is that, and it took me maybe a minute and a half is I took all my social media off my phone and, you know, I just thought, why am I allowing this to have a hundred percent access to me? All the time, you know, night and day. And so when I'm on social media and because I'm in ministry, social media is a huge part of what I do. And because I love family and friends, social media is is important. But I gave it less of a priority in my life by taking it off my phone. And this way, when I go to social media, it's really intentional. Yeah. And, And you would not believe like. I went through kind of a withdrawal period for a time because of like the fear of missing out. I thought, well, Richard would say something like, Hey, did you know? And I'm like, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I would have, I would have known. Now I know a day later and that's okay. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do instead? Cause like, if that were me, I'd have to take up knitting or something. Cause my thumbs would be, you know, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but the, the thing is, my phone now is in, in my purse or it's in the other room and it's not, it's not yanking me like a dog on a chain all the time. And so what I do is I do life. Like I do, I, I hang out with the person who's standing in front of me or I read a book, you know, or, or I walk. I know. Right. <laughs> or, and that's the thing. Isn't it funny that just saying, taking Facebook off, like that's some like big thing. It's really not. And yet it's freeing. It was really freeing. I'm still informed. I still have a news app, um, but the news app doesn't have me anymore. Um, I still do social media and I do it every single day, but I'm not oversaturated anymore, which is allowing me instead of seeing the problem all the time, because if you're on Twitter or Facebook or all the time, you're going to think that this world is majorly screwed up and there's no hope. And now I'm able to see instead of the problem all the time, I'm seeing the person and I'm seeing that are people who are doing sacrificial things and people who are good. And my granddaughter, Elle, who's in front of me, who when I asked her this confession question and she shared an answer with me and she told me she would kill me if I shared it on the podcast. So I won't. But she also (laughs) wanted me to do a shout out. So Elle, there's your shout out, baby girl. (laughs) I'm able to see the person in front of me instead of the problem all the time. Less drama. That's good. So for me, um, like I said, I want to say yes without fear. So that's just being confident and that I'm able to hear the voice of God and to go with that. So when God gives me that green light to say yes, I'm going to go, I'm going to run head into that. So when I feel like I need to like throw out the no, 
I'm going to listen to one of my mentors, um, Pamela Clements, who said no is a complete sentence. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I feel like I give a lot of people grace to say no and get out of things. And so I feel like the people that are in our circles give us that same amount of grace to say no to them as well. Don't you think? I do. So that's what that's my little thing that I'm going to do this year. Yeah. And so but you also share your need. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm I'm not just saying no and not telling everybody what's going on. Yeah. I'm just saying this is a season where I'm having to pace myself and yeah. this is what the next few months are going to look like for me. Sure. So I am I'm not cutting people off. I'm just saying, "Hey, here's another way to be um connected with me in a real way that I'm being honest with you and leaning on you as yeah. a friend." Um I'm used to being the one the fixer and the one who's always um, people are leaning on me. So for me to do that is such a gift um, that's hard and vulnerable, but that's yeah. what I'm going to do this year. Yeah. And I think it's a gift to those who are close to you too, Jennifer, because you're, you're not guessing, right? We're not guessing, right? It's saying, you know what, this is a crazy busy season. And man, I just, if you guys could just lean in with me mm-hmm. for a couple of months, that would yeah. be really helpful. Yeah. It's, it's a gift. And so I think that Instead of seeing that as a negative thing, it's such a positive, healthy thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Holly? For me, I think it's what I just did is having the courage to speak yeah. it out loud. Yes. You know, that's something I've been doing more of. Even when I go and speak somewhere, I've said, you know what? I struggle with anxiety and depression. And I've been amazed by how many women will come up after and say, Me too. I thought I was Mm -hmm. the only one or my daughter. And I thought she was the only one. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we can think that everyone else has it all together, maybe especially people who are doing something public. And so I think we just need to say right here in episode one, we are not doing this because (laughs) we have it all together. So again, like pick another podcast if you love that. If that's your expectation, (laughs) sorry, shattered. Yes, we're more likely to help you feel better about yourself (laughs) because you'll feel like at least I'm not as much of a hot mess as Holly. So yeah, my mom said, if you can't be an example, be a warning. So I'll volunteer to be the warning on our our podcast. Yeah. So I would say for people listening, you know, speak it out loud, whatever you're struggling. And if you can't do that to another person, I invite you even you're listening in the car or while you're cleaning or wherever you are, just even say the words out loud while you're by yourself, because you know what? Jesus will hear them. And then pray about having one other person you can say them to also. And that may be a counselor to start out with. You know, that's been me. Or it might be one trusted friend that you go for coffee and you say, you know what, there's something going on in my life. And then ask what's going on in yours. Because I think that when we share our struggles, we give each other permission. Yeah. And sometimes it's the bravest thing we can do to go first. So that's yeah. part of what we're doing here, too. We're saying mm-hmm. we'll go first. <laughs> we'll go first. So maybe it's a little bit easier for you to share what you're struggling with, too. Yeah. Well, as we're wrapping this up, Holly, you're kind of the queen of, wrap up here. <laughs> you know, how, how can we wrap up this first exciting episode? Yeah, well, I think that what all we shared has in common is that it's really about putting boundaries in place in yeah. different ways. You yeah. know, Sue's for you. It's saying I'm going to have boundaries around social media mm-hmm. and that might look different for everyone. So right. if someone's listening and saying, I'm not there, like I'm not ready right. to 
take that step that Suze did, what are some other ideas for something they could do in the meantime? Yeah, so that you're not oversaturated. That's the thing is looking at your life and saying, here's an area where I'm really lopsided right now and drama is kind of dictating my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, Am I balanced? Is there a way that this can be balanced? Absolutely ask the Lord to help you. You know, he's, he's so awesome to show us that next step. It may be a tiny step, but it may be a huge step towards freedom in that area. Just asking. And Jennifer, how are you going to keep track of your yeses and nos? Just um, in your own mind, or do you like to write them down? Or I have a calendar that is like, I call it my second Bible because everything's <laughs> on it, you know? Um, and I'm just really like, I kind of plan out my week. And so um, I know what my week is going to look like. And so I know I need spontaneous, I need spontaneous fun in my life, but I also need some like quiet introverting, um, you know, nap time. Like that's kind of my jam. So I think that just making sure that I'm being balanced as far as like what I'm giving my time to, but also how I'm, you know, um, giving into that um, idea of rest my husband always tells me it's never a waste of time if you're resting. And I typically feel guilty because I'm not being productive. But Wait a minute. That was just mind blowing. I know. Can you say that again? He said you're never, you're never being unproductive when you're resting. Okay. So like I better write that. One. Write it down. So and Jennifer's husband, husband is a pastor. He's a pastor. So, so like, yes. you know, nap times yeah. for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so but I've watched him have no guilt attached to napping and resting. And I feel the guilt. Do you know? Am I the only one? No, I, I think that I think that's something that women really grapple with. Yeah. And yeah, rest is rest is key. Right. Yeah. And so that that one thing that he said to me is really kind of echoed in my mind and this busy season, which is wonderful things. But like resting is a gift and I don't need to feel guilty about it. Mm. Yeah, good. good. Yeah. So for you too, you're setting boundaries kind of around, whereas mine's kind of different in that I have had a too firm of a boundary in the past where I've kept things in that would Mm. really have been healing to share. So I'd say for all our listeners, you can just ask, you know, what boundaries do I need in place to protect my heart? Mm -hmm. And what boundaries do I need in place to free my heart? Yeah. And that's a big question, but what we're all trying to do is to walk away from our conversations with one small thing we're going to do that day that takes five minutes or less. So we don't want this to be something where you walk away and feel more pressure. No five-step plans. No, or like you're even more overwhelmed. We're just saying, here's some hopefully helpful things that we've gotten to share with you. And no, we are cheering you on in whatever. Ever it is that you decide to do next. Yeah. Awesome. What's coming up next? Next week, we're going to be talking about fear. So I think that this is so good when we're talking about goals that we also tackle the big fear that's attached to. So we're going to be talking about fear and we're going to be sharing our confession. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> always gets crazy. We took it easy on you yeah. this week. Wait till next yeah, week. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> also... We're going to offer resources because sometimes you just want to take it a step deeper. And Jennifer has a new book coming out on February 19th, and I'm so excited about this. I love the title. Jennifer, tell us about Freedom. Um, My book Freedom is coming out, and it's called The Gutsy Pursuit of Breakthrough and the Life Beyond It. So it's really all about how I 
wrestled with needing breakthrough and how I went through a season of kind of celebrating my brokenness and how I got past that. So it's really, really um, something that I'm so passionate about because I want women to feel that same thing, that they're kind of on the other side of their junk. Even if you're going through hard things, that um, your brokenness is no longer the boss of you. Your breakthrough is what's just kind of powering you through to that um, God led adventure and spirit filled life. That it's just really exciting to be talk a part about of. a new start. I love a that new start. Yes. You know, um, come with me is a book that I wrote, come with me discovering the beauty of following Jesus. And it came at a point where I was kind of at a point in my faith where I wanted to take my eyes off the world. And evidently this is a, an ongoing struggle with me. And I went into the book of Luke, walked with Jesus for what I thought was going to be two months turned into two years. And uh, so come with me discovering the beauty of following Jesus is just if right now your faith feels complicated because the world is complicated, it allows you to just walk with Jesus, discover who he is all over again, and then walk that out in real life. And then we have a great resource that Holly wrote. Um, Holly, this is my favorite, hands down, favorite <laughs> book that you have written and you've written many And it's Fierce Hearted. Can you tell us about Fierce Hearted? Yes, Fierce Hearted is a book I wrote when my anxiety and depression were not in remission, quite the opposite. And I felt like quitting everything and had this very key moment where I felt like Jesus said, I'll show you a different, better way. And that has been a big part of my healing journey. But it's a book I wrote through, not on the other side of. So it's gritty and it's honest and it's very personal but I think also powerful because it changed me to write it. And so the reason we're sharing our resources isn't to say, hey, let's tell you about our books, but because we believe that we're all better together and we Mm -hmm. would love to hear from you too. So if you've been listening and you have a resource that you think would help one of us with whatever we've talked about today, we would love for you to share that with us. So we don't want this resource part to be one-sided. We want to learn from you too. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available through the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can subscribe to More Than Small Talk through your favorite podcast app so you won't ever miss an episode. Thanks for listening.